0: my soul
1: You, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I am very happy to see those of you who are here this morning. God brought you here for a purpose. God brought you here to bless you. God brought you to increase you. And I pray that the purpose for which God has brought you will be realized. In Jesus name. This one I need to say a few things because this year we are strategically repositioning the church according to God's leading. Praise the Lord. Today is the introduction of our Greater Foods Conference. Amen. These models for the conference will lead us through to March the first quarter of the year because it is important that we get empowered. It is a capacity building conference, something that will build us both in our private life and our service to the Lord and that was why I specifically instructed us to come with our pen and paper. Now, we made it a Sunday-Sunday lecture, because as we are, if we ask you to come during the week, we may not see enough people for the conference. But we want the conference to reach higher number of people. That's why I decided to make it a Sunday-Sunday event. But as God increases us, as we grow bigger, we'll be having this conference a, a, long, a whole week event in the beginning of the year it is a week We we'll have lecture in the morning We will have lecture in the evening for seven days that will be 14 lectures and then plus no, sunday that is 15. but for this even though it's going to take us up to march the highest number of uh lecture we have is about 10 because it's sunday sunday and there are some Sundays that we may not uh, because of one event or the other. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And in this series, we have an interjection of a guest minister that will be coming on 26th, 26, 26, 27 and 28th. Praise the Lord. That is Friday, Saturday, and the last Sunday of this month. And it is titled, Supernatural Impact. Praise the Lord. Supernatural Impact will take place with a guest minister on Friday, Saturday, and last Sunday of this month. Praise the Lord. But meanwhile, today, as we start today, I'm going to do a kind of introduction for this conference. And, um... It's not going to be a normal Sunday message. Praise the Lord. What I mean, the characteristics will be different. That is, we can talk, we can interact as I teach. We can ask questions. Praise the Lord. And we can, you know, talk to one another, which is not uh, uh, obtainable during normal Sunday service. So it is a special uh, program. And I pray that at the end of the day, we shall all be better for God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And see, what better way do we start this conference other than say that the message or what I'm going to teach on today is titled, let's do better this year. Let me say it to your neighbor, say, hey, neighbor, let's do better this year. Praise the Lord. Now it's going to be uh, a kind of um, determination. You have resolved to do better this year. And I'm sending the message as we begin the year on this grand note. I'm saying, Let's do better this year. Praise the Lord. Bring, um, open your Bible to the book of Proverbs chapter four, verse eighteen. Proverbs chapter four, verse eighteen. Proverbs chapter four, verse eighteen. I'm reading from here, it says, but the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until the full day. Hallelujah. Now, God created man to make progress in his life continuously god's idea about you is that every blessed day you get better god does not want you to be stagnated or to be retrogressive god wants you to be progressive and he said that the parts of the righteous like right, the part of the believers should be should shine brighter and brighter. This is God's positive action, God's positive engagement of His people. Our God is a God of progression, it's a God of increase, it's a God of multiplication, it's a God of greater things. And he wants you and I to be part of these greater things, especially this year. God is not happy when we live a stagnated life. God wants us to succeed. So, if you are seated here this morning, I'd like you to know that God wants your progress. He wants you to do what? Succeed. And that's why he said, Beloved, I wish all things, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. 3 John 1, 2. Now, what's God saying there? Say, my own desire, what i think inside of me is that you progress financially that you progress spiritually and that you also progress in your head so god wants all-round progress for his children praise the lord and that is our portion this year hallelujah so with this background, I, I want to encourage each and every one of us to aim to doing better this year. I want you to say to yourself, say this year, this year I, will do I will do better. Say this year, this year I, will I will do better. Say it again, say this year, this year I, will I, will I will do better. Hallelujah. So. So my message is simply titled, let's do better this year. It's an appeal. It's an appeal to you. Let us do better this year because it is possible for us to do better. You can be better than what you are now. God wants you to be better than who you are now. And because God wants you to do better, your own is to agree with God that you want to do better. I praise the Lord. Amen. So I am going to focus on three main things that we need to do if we must do better this year. Three things that we need to do if we must do better this year. Number one, if we must do better this year, then we must know God better this year first thing, if you want to do better this year, then we must know God better this year. The Bible says, seek here the kingdom of God first, and every other thing shall be added unto you. Knowing God better is our priority, and should be our priority. Your priority in life should be to know God better and that is our foundation as believers. If you are not a believer then that may not be your priority but if you are a believer then your priority is that you know God better. this is so because the more you know god the more you make progress in life the more you know god the more you become superior to your enemies the more you know god the more things come easy for you the more you know god the more you are celebrated The more you know God, the more his glory covers you. So tap your neighbor for me. Say, tell him, let's do better this year. By knowing God better. Now Strategically, knowing God better will give you us three ways. I want to give you three ways you can know God better. Well, I say the first thing we need to do to be able to do better this year is to know God better. Now, there are three ways you can know God better. That's what I want to give you now. Three ways you can know God better. Praise the Lord. Number 1. First, we must endeavour. we must make good effort to know God better. If we want to do better this year, as to know God better, therefore, we must have good knowledge of the Scriptures. God cannot be separated from His Word. God and His words are inseparable. So when you know God's world, then you know God. Praise the Lord. Now, knowing God's words is not the capacity, ability to quote scriptures when you have the capacity to quote quote scriptures, it only means that you know scriptural phrases. You may quote scripture and you don't know it. People quote scriptures and yet they don't know the impact of the scripture. So, we should make good efforts to know what God is telling us per time. When we read the Bible, we should know what God is communicating to us. When we read the Bible, we should know what God is telling us from His mind. We should know the mind of God. Each time we read the Bible, each time you quote the scripture, you should know what God is saying. Knowing God is not just by quoting or reading. If you read the Bible, it's just that you know your alphabets. It does not mean that you know the Bible. Praise the Lord. But you can take a medical book now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can read it. But I may not even understand what the doctor is saying. You can take a, a legal book where they start using their terminology, injunction, logos standing. Huh? That's alright. Covets of other languages. I can read it too. Because I know my alphabet. But that does not mean I understand what I'm reading. So with the Bible. The Bible is a spiritual book and has a special way of interpretation for you to understand it. And I pray that this year by God's grace I will do series on how to read and study the Bible. Praise the Lord. So you need to know what the scripture is telling you when you read it until you know what god is telling you when you read his words then you don't know the bible and if you don't know the bible you don't know god because his words are his heart you cannot say you know man when you don't know the heart of a man Oh, praise the Lord. And I pray that this year we will know God better. And we will do better. Praise the Lord. That's number one way of knowing God better. And number two way of knowing God better. We must have personal encounter with the Holy Spirit. We must have What? Encounter with the Holy Spirit. As believers, we must each have encounter with the Holy Spirit. Is the executive arm of God. Is the one that endures us. Is the one that is in us. And we need to have encounter with Him every now and then. Beyond coming to church, you must have personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's not just coming to church. which you're able to have personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. And your personal relationship will be open to you how God talks to you. When God is talking, you know. When He's, he's, he's telling you something, you'll be able to know. When you are feeling somehow, you know when God is on on on, on 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 move, you should not be left behind. Praise the Lord. You must have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. He is the miracle worker, He is the one that hears our prayers. Because he's the one who resides in us. And you have to desire to have this encounter with him and willing to do so. Now it's not, it's not like you want to get across to somebody that is not willing to get across to you. Praise the Lord. It's not that you are are trying to have an encounter with somebody who is not willing to have an encounter with you. No, that is not the case. The case of the Holy Spirit is that the number is straightforward. When you WhatsApp him, he will WhatsApp you back. When you Twitter him, he will Twitter you back. When you text him a message, he will text you back. When you call him, he will answer you. That makes a difference. He's willing to have an encounter, to have a relationship, a robust relationship with you. You are only so initiated, and Holy Spirit, the God that lives in us, who also lives in heaven, is willing to have an encounter with you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Number three of how to know God better is that we must know where we stand with god in our lives we must know where we stand with god in our lives praise the lord genesis 3 9. it says the lord called to adam and said to him where are you now i want to ask somebody this morning where are you with God? When God asked that question, He was not asking, he was not asking a question of location of Adam. It was because he knew. he knew where Adam was. He wasn't asked actually, Where are you as to location? He was asking, Where are you as to relationship? It was a relational question. It was an indictment of Adam's relationship with him, because Adam had just sinned and fell. Praise the Lord. And God was saying, "Where are you now? Why? Where are you?" And God is asking that question today in the church. Where are you? They ask you one by one, "You, you, know, where?" Are you in your relationship with God? Where are we? This is talking to all of us, including myself. Where are you? God wants to know in terms of your service to the kingdom. How are you running your service to the kingdom? Do you worship God as a when you like? There are some people who want to come to church when they like It doesn't matter when you say they are you ask them to come. No, they come when they like to You don't serve God on your own terms You serve God by commitment. Everything has rules and regulations if you go to, if you are going, to, if you are working in an office, they have time of resumption. If you consistently go to church late, I mean, go to your office late, they will sack you. You come late yesterday, come late today, the next day the manager will give you a query, and the next thing they will sack you. Because you don't work according to your own term, because you are going to be paid, you must work according to the term of the organization. So I ask you, where are you in your service to the Lord? God has given you in in terms of what God, what are you doing with what God has given to you and how how are you giving him back? God has given you talent. How are you using it to serve him? God has given you resources, money. How are you using it to serve him? Some of us don't care whether the church needs money or not. Can I tell you how much it tossed to run this church in a uh, a week, you'll be surprised. And how much offering and tithe that is coming in is far, far, far cry from what we are spending here. Apart from the rent, the tithe and offering is far away cry from what we spend every day. Some of us put money in our pockets. Why we put our money in the church? God will give you money and you just look for the little thing that's on the each you want to give or free or want to give some of you don't even give tithes, don't pay your tithes. So I ask you. Like God asked Adam, where are you? Where are you with your relationship with God? Do you think you are doing God favor, or you are doing the pastor favor for coming to church? We asked for seven days fasting and prayer here. I can count people that came on the fingers of my hand, and some of them say, "Say I'm praying at all." Shall we? I just laugh. So you know more than God that created church. You don't serve God the way you want. You serve God the way He wants it. Praise the Lord. Number two, I said I will give you three ways we can do better this year. The first one is to know God better, and it has three steps that I'm giving to you. The second one is that we must build better relationship for us to do better this year better relationship relationship is relationship that transform into our life experiences good relationships are going to give you good experience bad relationship will give you what? Bad experience. So, the quality of my relationship for instance will determine the things I have access to. We need to invest in building better relationships this year. To ensure we do better. Again, three ways of this to building better relationship. Three ways. Number one, by wisely managing your cycle of influence. If you are going to build a better relationship this year. Then you must endeavor to wisely manage your cycle of influence. Even God recognizes the cycle of influence. When He gave instruction to Moses to build the tabernacle and gave David instruction to build the temple, and both of them, He made sure that there were three cycles in the temple. First one they call the outer cycle. The outer cycle is where everybody can easily access. You can go there. But we have inner cycle. The inner cycle is where the priests go to make sacrifices. Just ordinary person is not allowed there. And then we have innermost, which is the Holy of Holies cycle, where the senior priest goes once a year. So in our life, we are the temple. Are about to see yourself as a temple. And then the people you allow into your life, you have to be chosen. The people that are not supposed to be in the inland cycle, if you put them in the inner cycle, they will hurt you. So you have to look at your life and make sure that your, your cycle of influence is well arranged and selected. There are people that it just look it just an acquittance. Hey hello hello uh, maybe uh, a past schoolmate or whatever. Um, hello how are you? It ends there. They are in your outer cycle. There are people that you can, who, are, who are who are the people that you can trust very well. You can admit them into your inner cycle. Maybe you can confide with. You can talk with. And then your most secret circle are the people of your immediate family. You, your wife, and your children are the holy of allies. Praise the Lord. So this year, you should be able to departmentalize or create these circles and live by it. And then it will be a better year for you. Number two... The big part of that, in building a better relationship, is that this year you must invest in the significant people God has given to you. Every now and then God brings people our way and it takes wisdom to know who is coming and which circle this person belongs. If you find a friend that you have not and you know that this friend has potentials of improving your life Invest in it. Build the relationship. Do whatever you can to make the relationship more solid. There are people. God does not bless man without people. manna does not fall from heaven anymore praise the Lord it goes through men to you and if there are people you miss in life you never get that blessing again God does not waste, God won't waste His resources if you are not willing, if you are not fast enough to take opportunities that come to you it does your business this year God will bring somebody your way and you need to know who the person is and build on it. Invest in your relationship. The relationship you have last year, they are still there. Build on it. They will help you better this year, they will help you move forward this year. In the name of Jesus. They can make significant impact in our lives. Pay attention to such people. There are people God bring our way to make significant impact in our lives. Pay attention to such people. Praise the Lord. There's the C parts of us is repair, beneficial, but broken relationship. Repair, beneficial, but broken relationship. The relationship would have had, and they are beneficial. Maybe something happened, and it's like that. It's just, it's not working anymore. Maybe it's broken, or we just stay apart. Go back to them. Repair those relationships that are beneficial to you. Make them. Pack them together. Go back to your relationship. Let it grow again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I did it recently. Um, I have a friend; he's a the retired AIG, and he used to function in my program very well. And then um, during these politics, I wrote something against the government. I didn't know that he's disposed to them; he's on that side. So he was angry, and then he cut off our communication. He left our platform, and I allowed it to, after some time, and I called him. Yeah, I called him won't pick, so I use another number to call him. And I called him. I said, Nami, have I offended you? I said, yes. I said it's like I offended you. He said, yes, now. How can we write this, that kind of a thing we laugh I said, I'm sorry sir, my boss, yeah. Should I add you back and say, yes, I repaired the relationship. Praise the Lord. So if you have a broken relationship, do and repair it. Put it back together again. And the Lord will help you. Praise the Lord. now I said I'm talking about doing better this year and I'll give you two points and each of these points has three legs, have Praise the Lord, to know the scripture better, I told you I, I, I give you three legs, hallelujah amen, a building better relationship and i giving you three legs, I hope you are writing down Praise the Lord. Then finally, number three, because I tell you, that I will give you three ways you can do better. And each way has to relax. I'm giving you. The third one now is, live a better life this year. For you to do better this year, resolve to, to live a better life. Also, in this one, there are three actions that you need to take. Number one action that you live a better life this year is improve on your financial stewardship. Improve on your financial stewardship. How are you managing your financial stewardship? How are you managing what God has given to you and how are you giving him back? How can we trust your stewardship with God? Are you the one that just you go go to church with with a dirty note and that's what you give to God for offering or the least money, money that you that will not cost you anything that you can use to take a mineral or buy a recharge that's what you want to give off for offering. You don't care for any other thing. Yesterday, God and God sent somebody to give you money maybe 10,000. You come to church this morning, you are giving 100 as offering. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anika Depex says, Since men have learned to fly, and since they have learned to shoot without missing. And you too have learned to fly without perching. So this microphone if you stop I know what to do. So Pastor Dan, don't worry. Praise the Lord. Financial stewardship is basically how we manage what God gives to us and what you give back to God. Everything that we have is by the grace of God. And when you give back, you are saying, God, I acknowledge your grace forgiven to me. And then you get more. Praise the Lord. We talk about um, we talk about the tithe in this church because it's Biblical. It's not because of anything. It's because it's biblical. If you go out anybody tells you get, talk against sight it's because they are children of the devil. And the mistake they are making is that they think that the church is prospering because of times. Go and go to all the churches that are flourishing. The church is flourishing because of the people who willingly give immensely to church because the tithe can only help to do one or two things. It can, it's not enough to build those cathedrals or to do all those great things that they are doing. It's not. And the devil thinks that is it. The devil wants to, to stifle the church and he's telling you not to pay tithe and you are listening to him. automatically that is I will, I will preach it. I will preach about tithe on another day. Praise the Lord. But it's, it's, a, it's one of the principles of God for His children. And if you are going to manage your income this year, one thing that will help you manage your income well is how you are faithful to God. Your faithfulness to God determines how you can manage your income. Because it opens the I door for you. Praise the Lord. And it also talks about. How you can widen your resources under this uh, financial stewardship. It's not only sowing to the things of the Lord. How also you can get well equipped financially. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 10, it said, Now a river went out to Eden to water the garden. And from it, it parted and became four river heads. It became four river heads. Now, this river was designed to water the garden. And uh, along the way, it parted into four. In case one, in case there is an obstruction, the garden will not lack water. The second line we go. The third line we go. And the fourth line we go. Praise the Lord. I need there's no possible that every four, the four channels we just stop at a time. It's not possible. So now, as a believer, don't depend on one source of income. Never depend on one source of income. You can even have four sources of income. The Bible says uh, that it's divided into four. If not four, at least you can have three. If not three, at least you can have two. But never, never depend on one source of income. You can learn trade. You can go for vocational training. You can start another small business. But the, our, our problem is that when we look at, uh, we look at what is coming, what is going to come in from this business. We look at it as a small thing. That's why we make mistakes. It may be small. God blesses us with you know, incremental, you know, you know, progress. It's not always exponential. It's incremental. Praise the Lord. The blessings come as it comes trickle, 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 because you know it, it's a big money. So no matter what the business is, no matter how, as long as there is profit in it, don't look at the managing, get into it, I'm going to get something. So in this kind of financial situation we are today in Nigeria, so you will not be stifled to be able to move on. We wonder Closes the other door is still opened. Praise the Lord. This year it will get better. Hallelujah. Now, this year, for you to get better, you must follow strictly your head routines. For you to do better, you must follow head routines. And so many people make mistakes and say they are fading and they will not attend to science where necessary. Listen to me and listen to me clearly. The God of signs and wonders is also the God of science. The God of signs and wonders is also the God of what? Science. If you have if you have reason to take drug for your head, please take it. Take your head very, very serious. Don't joke with your head. Don't joke with your head. The saying that head is worth is true to type. Head is what? Wealth. What wealth do you have when you don't have the head? What are you working for? You don't have a tomorrow when you don't have health. Health is very, very important. Thank God that in this ministry, one of the things that God has given to us is a breakable and unfailing covenant of divine health. Now you will live in divine health. Praise the Lord. But if you carelessly take something that disturbs your health, Take the necessary drug. Praise the Lord. You need to be sound and heavy so that you can jump and praise God. So that you can be part of the move for God across the globe. God is taking His church to greater heights. And his church are his people. His church contains his people. And you and I are members of his people. Praise the Lord. We must stay strong. We must stay strong to serve God. We must stay strong to praise him. We must stay strong to worship him. And this can only come by deliberate act that you watch over your health. So many people have just you no know, suddenly they fall off wine. It's over. They they, think they don't watch their peepee. And some of that is you have to you have to watch your head. Anytime you are feeling uncomfortable, make sure you deal with it in prayer and if necessary in science. So let's live better this year. So that's Hallelujah. Small people went talk, say no. You can't do more than Papana. Praise the Lord. So, Pastor Dan, don't bother. I, I know how to deal with it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, learn new skills. Learn new skills. Get some vocational training. You can take additional calls that will create a wider scope of income. That's not, that's another one. Praise the Lord. Now, uh, what I've done this morning is simple. I told you that I'm just laying the foundation, introduction, and next Sunday we take off proper serious training. Praise the Lord. By training, you can't get easily outside here. You go to boardrooms. What you are going to get here, you can hardly get it. I am not boasting. What I am packaging, God is using me to package for you is what you get on a very, very high level. Praise the Lord. And this one, as simple as it is, is something that will ginger you. There is something that will make you make a decision and resolve to do better this year. And as you resolve to do better, you will be better. You will do better in Jesus' name. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'd like somebody to stand up now and ask me questions on what I have just presented. Ask questions, either contribute or ask questions. Well, I'd like you to talk back to me. Praise the Lord. Now, what I've done here... Uh, the the topic is let's do better this year and we say that to do better this year we must know God better and uh, to know God better we must have good knowledge of the scriptures to know God better we must know where we stand in our relationship with God. To know God better, we must have personal account with the Holy Spirit. And Number two, we must build better relationship for us to do better this year. And to build better relationship, we do so by widely managing our cycle of influence by investing in the significant people God has given to us and by repairing beneficial but broken relationship. And finally number three, for us to do better this year we must resolve to live a better life and to do that we must improve on your financial stewardship uh, we must explore new areas of financial interests and three must follow strictly our health routine. Praise the Lord. So do we have question? Hallelujah. I want questions. know you are not asking questions. Are you sure? Please do. No. Hallelujah. Can we get another microphone here, please?
2: Praise the Lord. Pastor, uh, on the trade or learning of additional something, I know that uh, left-handedness is not always easy at adult stage.
1: I've opened it for you now, it's all. No, you, you are the one that all When they gave you, it was opened. Hallelujah. Is there any other microphone there?
2: No, please. Managing our resources, uh, in relation to uh, you know the house of God and uh, our person too. Uh, I think is in that regard it has to do with tithe. Would I be right? Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Sure. So that is it. At the major something now we we know we have heard we know that you tight it's not always tight for you. But it's always tight for one who does not tie it. On the other hand, learning a trade somehow at adult age, I don't know if there's any way the church can maybe get some resource persons for a token and train us in one or two things. At
1: the weekends i think that would be ideal okay let's, so let's let's appreciate her. <laughs> actually what she has done is to make a contribution it's not a question emphasizing the the issue of time and then actually uh you need to to do something additional to what you are doing. And we need vocational training. And uh, this, leader, this church secretary, will write that down. We need vocational training. So we organize that training as soon as possible. Praise the Lord. Any other person? Sister, OK. I was going to call her, I <laughs> Where is the microphone now? Ah, just one person to close. Praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. I want to ask a question about having a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. How can one build one's inner self concerning the Holy Spirit? Okay. The first way, Number one, you have to be conscious. Hello? You have to be conscious of his presence. Ask him questions on any matter. Let me say, is he taking him along? let converse with him as often as you can. As if he's somebody, although you cannot see him, he's with you. Talk to him. As you talk to him often, you begin to learn how he answers you. You begin to know when he answers you, when he tells you something to do, and when he gives you instruction and he takes it out, he now he will give you more. You begin to grow in your relationship with him. But his relationship with you, doesn't grow any further, it's on the top. So, talk to him often. Ask him questions. Just like you talk to human beings. Talk to him at least. Ask him to help you to understand it. And, you know, whatever. Just open conversation with him. Know that he is in you, he is present at every given time. Praise the Lord. Even when you make mistakes, don't think that he's as you No, know, he's there. The Lord said that, oh, I see. I don't think he always feels uh, he's angry with me. No. In fact, that's when he will talk to you. Yeah. He will talk to you of what you should do. If you told lie, he will not tell you how you tell lie. He will tell you it is good to tell the truth. Praise the Lord. If you, if you told lie, it's not good to tell you, say, you tell lie. He will say what? It is good to tell the truth. Praise the Lord. I didn't know uh, you when know, I what do you call Talk back. Why you this hell like this now? What did it happen? Praise the Lord. Uh, is this a, is it, is this something? Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So any other question? Any other question? Hallelujah Okay, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet and just thank God for his presence in our midst this morning. Lift up your hands and begin to give him praise, give him adoration. Let's worship him. Begin to speak in the holy language. Begin to declare that this year I will do better. Whatever has been tied me down is broken. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to say one place. I refuse to be stagnated. I refuse to be stagnated. I must make progress. I am making progress in my marriage. I am making progress in my finances. My heart is sound. I am making progress in my sea. worship for the Lord. In the name of Jesus. We need to give God the praise. Worship Him. Give Him honor. Give Him adoration. Say it is why with me. I am getting better. This year I will get better. I receive the capacity. I receive the grace. I receive the wisdom. I receive the understanding to get better in the whatever way, in the name of Jesus. And God is moving for me. God is moving things for me. I have the capacity to gather. I am gathering great things. I am gathering the blessings of the Lord from the four corners of the world. Things are working for me in the name of Jesus. It's my year of double honor. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am getting better. I will do better this year. In the church, I will do better. In my family, I will do better. In my finances, I will do better. My health is getting better. Everything is going for me. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.